<laughs> hey, everybody, and welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number 48. Welcome! Yay! Hooray. Hey, everybody! This is the podcast where we make up stuff. And we also throw in some true stuff. So figure it all out while we figure it all out. Because we're all figuring it all out together. On Fake Headlines Podcast. <laughs> well, commercial's done. All right, let's yeah, start the show. Cool. Welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode 48. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. <laughs> I'm Kevin Dillon. I'm Tiffany Dillon. We are collectively the Dillons. Yes, we are. And uh, this week we've got some fun headlines we're going to check out. And yeah. we are going to try to trick each other. Each of us has three headlines, but only... One of them is an actual real headline we found on the internet this week. The other two we have made up in an attempt to throw each other off the scent yeah. of the real story. And we, we actually don't get to see who what the other's headlines are until we record. Yes. Like, we're finding out in real time. Yes, that's we a good no point. We have no idea. That is an excellent point to make sure to bring up. We have not discussed any of this ahead of time. This is all just hit the record button and go. That's our motto. Which, if you've listened to at least the three episodes where we have uh, come up with the same real headline, you'll realize, oh, they really don't know what the other one has. Because <laughs> they wasted a lot of time. And we sure did. <laughs> but, so that actually happened last week. And now you wanted to mention... Uh, oh, yeah. I wanted to talk about how... I think I'm really clever. And sometimes my cleverness aligns with things that have already occurred. <laughs> and trust me, folks, she's always walking around the house thinking she's real clever. Uh-huh. Um, well, th this is in regards to uh, my robot trees and the artificial, artificially made oxygen. Yeah, so last week Tiffany had an article about robot trees are being used to replace real trees in an effort to boost the Earth's oxygen levels. Yeah. And um, turns out that's been an ongoing thing for a while. Like, it's not... As far as I could tell in my brief internet research, <laughs> because we are professionals. We don't do a lot of researching. Uh, it, it turns out this is something that has uh, been continually worked on by different scientists uh uh, around the world and um yeah i think there was an article from the bbc there was a couple of uh you know science science sites <laughs> science sites very specific uh so if you google that you you can probably come up with some stuff uh the oldest one that i saw was from 2011 so i think it's a really interesting thing yeah that is really a cool. really interesting thing um, and, uh, yeah, it is really cool. It's also the opposite of Radiohead's fake plastic trees. It is? Which do no good. They don't produce any oxygen. They don't do any good. No. No, they don't do anything. No, they collect dust. <laughs> that is true. Mm -hmm. You know, it was weird. We were going to, we went to the grocery store the other day and in the parking lot, they were playing Radiohead's fake plastic trees, like over the PA system. The music that was going on yeah. in the store was also cascading outside. And I thought that was really odd because in the video for fake plastic trees, Tom York is in a grocery cart. Oh, yeah. The entire song. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen yeah. that music video, but I remember right. you mentioning that to me. Yeah, and that's why I hopped in a grocery cart and yeah. you pushed me around the store. Yeah, it, it was like, you need to make this happen. This is my dream. And I was like, okay, Tom York. <laughs> that's what he makes me call him sometimes. That's weird. I don't know why. Yeah. 
<laughs> don't question it he's into things you know it's also weird i don't know if we've talked about this before the at that same grocery store it's next door to a target and someone was pushing a target cart around in the wegmans yes that, <laughs> that blew my mind <laughs> why not that just seems weird like you would like it's a real rebel move it's a bold thing to do like why put the cart back only to get another one you but could just take the same cart the same into cart. both stores yeah. one stop shop i've taken bags with me before into the other store well that's it's like when true. you're in a mall all right i guess you're correct it just seems wrong to me it is wrong but uh i said hey mr york that you're using the wrong cart uh-huh. and he just mumbled something kind of cried a little and left did he call you a creep? Typical Radiohead. <laughs> creep. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Speaking of creeps, uh, there was a kid selling lemonade outside earlier. <laughs> uh, I, you know. Set the scene for our listeners, Tiffany. Sure. Um, picture it. Buffalo. 2019. Uh, there's a, a kid outside. It's only about like 40 degrees it's in the afternoon, and she's out there with her tiny little stand in an apartment complex selling lemonade. Anything else? Kind of close to the dumpsters. <laughs> That's true. She's selling <laughs> dumpster lemonade. <laughs> You're right. She is very close to the dumpster. Who knows where those cookies came from? And, uh, you know, Kevin and I saw this when we came home from work, and I was like, you know what? This kid's going to have to learn about the world of, the, of disappointment, you know? <laughs> like, this is it. I, I, no, I'm not going to buy. I'm not going to buy from this kid. She can't force me. And then you had to run out, and when you came back. I went out. I ran an errand. I came back, and I text Kevin, and I was like, Kevin, this kid is still out there selling her lemonade or whatever she is selling. And she's within, you're within earshot of each other. You yeah. Know she's going to make this yeah. last pitch I, to you. Like there was, because she's like near my parking spot. So right. I'm. Right by the dumpster. Yeah. The best parking spot in the whole lot. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um. <laughs> so Tiffany texts me and she's like, kind of like, what do I do? Do I run? And I was like, yes, run. And just argue with yourself the whole way. Yeah. Just scare the kid. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, despite the fact that I pretended to take a phone call by just loudly saying hello into my cell phone, that did not that did not stop this very persistent child uh, from saying first quietly, lemonade and cookies. And then as I quickly walked away, lemonade and cookies. And then a third time clearing her throat this time as i quickened my pace laminated cookies <laughs> i was like i got a bucket <laughs> and i you know i do want to point out that before i got out of my car um i did check to see how much money i had and i only had two dollars and i was like we're kind of probably living amongst some richies so i not that we are but like we don't live within our means and uh so <laughs> so i was like this kid's probably charging like ten dollars for the cookies and lemonade yeah. and so i yeah her parents live in a luxury apartment changed complex. my mind yeah <laughs> and uh i just i you know i made a run for it i made a run for it <laughs> i wasn't bullied you know that kid has to learn about the ups and downs of the restaurant business not always lemonade and cookies. Yeah, and sometimes you gotta sell it by the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> Selling it by the dumpster. 
<laughs> Selling it by the dumpster is often uh, usually things sold by dumpsters aren't as uh, innocent as lemonade and cookies. It's usually a much more vile thing. More vile transactions take place by the dumpster in most situations. Like buying used shoes. Buying yes, buying used shoes at the dumpster. Has that happened to you? Have you seen? Oh, that? of course. <laughs> Where do you think I got these sweet kicks? <laughs> I made a dumpster trade. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Lemonade and cookies. That might be the title of this episode, Lemonade and Cookies. <laughs> Maybe. That's so funny. <laughs> so who's going first this week with their headlines? It's me. It's you. Let me get my notebook here. Kay. So you're going to read me three headlines, and I'm going to try to figure out which one is actually the real headline. We're going to talk through what these articles could be about. I hope uh, you are ready, friends, for a thrilling ride. Ugh. We don't know what to expect. Ugh. Oh, man. Oh, I just found a series of random numbers in the back of my notebook. I don't... Okay. What does this mean? Um, That's strange. <laughs> okay. Sometimes I do sleep code. Sleep code. <laughs> that's actually the contra code. It just says up, up, weird? down, down, left, right, A, B, start. <laughs> I think I just gave you unlimited lives. Yeah. <laughs> I'm better than a cat. <laughs> Oasis was right. I am going to live forever. <laughs> better than a cat. Fame told me that too. <laughs> I like your reference was fame. Mine was Oasis. <laughs> it really does kind of sum up our interest, doesn't it? It does. I love 90s stuff. You love theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. All right. Hit me with those headlines. Headline number one. Garfield phones, beach mystery, finally solved after 35 years. No, no, Kevin. No, Kevin. No. Oh, Tiffany. No. <laughs> no, Kevin. No. That this was, is such a good one. I know. That was the headline I had no, as well. Bloody hell. I'm sorry. Where was your source? Well, I just changed it because I found a better article, but uh, I had pulled up the... Mine was from BBC. Mine was not from BBC. Mine... Oh, mine was more legitimate. Mine was from the Vintage News. Oh. Garfield phone mystery solved after 35 years. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, how about this? Do you want to go through what this article is about and then... Never mind. I just I was just going to suggest playing a game that made zero sense. <laughs> so why don't we go through what? Why don't we just cover quickly what this article is, and then we'll just set up with a couple of new uh, articles. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, you haven't heard my fakes yet. So. Exactly. All yes. right. All right. So Garfield phone mystery solved after thirty five years. I was very excited to come across this article as me too. You were as well because I was like, well, I hope you didn't see it because this is brilliant. <laughs> when did you find yours? Did you find it recently? Um, I found it last Friday. That's when I did too. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> I was like, there's no way he's seen this one. Oh, what a bummer. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You want to read it? It's up to you. I, I read the... You read the real one last time. Yeah. Okay. Fragments of Garfield-shaped novelty telephones have been washing up along the coast in the Finisterre region of Brittany in northwestern France for the last 35 years, the Guardian has reported. The appearance of the battered pieces of plastic have become a daily experience. 
Sometimes it was just the grinning face or the eyes, writes the Guardian. Oh, so creepy. Other times, a headless orange fat torso, complete with curly wire, dial pad, and plug. Oh my God, that's so much more graphic. (laughs) That's why I switched it to this article. That was also how one time someone took a picture of me at the beach and they that's how they described me as well. <laughs> Just a fat wide open torso, eyes, curly wires, back hair, uh, dial pad and plug. Don't ask what the plug was. <laughs> <laughs> Belly button. The orange phones had become the bane Ears. of <laughs> the orange phones had become the bane of litter decrying environmentalists that's okay i gotta interrupt you because um that was the play on words that really made me giggle yeah was anti-litter <laughs> okay. anti-litter campaigners because they're cats cat yeah, phones it made me laugh <laughs> that is really funny that was very silly and i don't think it was intentional no. which is the best part because obviously litter has a double meaning here but continue the orange phones have become the bane of the litter decrying environmentalists and a symbol of our careless throwaway society. But no, where they came from had always been a mystery. Now the mystery has finally been solved by volunteers from a local beach cleaning association. This ruggedly beautiful stretch of coastline has been shaped by centuries, a part of the part of the Atlantic Ocean and one of Europe's most dangerous stretches of water, known for its strong currents and violent storms. Volunteers from the environmental group who tirelessly pick up litter that washes up along the coast of Brittany could not be sure of the source of Le Telephone Garfield. <laughs> Though many had long suspected they came from a lost shipment container mm-hmm. reportedly swept off a cargo ship back in 1983. Their suspicions were confirmed when local farmer Rene Morvan led volunteers to a sea cave. Another president of this environmental group told Euro News. At the cave opening, there was a Garfield lodged in the roof, so we knew we weren't mistaken, and this was where they were. The cartoon cat grinning down on them was in much better shape than those that had washed up on the beaches. Morvan approached the regional newspaper France Info in response to the plastic pollution campaign with a curious tale from his youth. He recalled going with his brother to see what the huge storm of 1983 had left behind. At the time, there was a lot of things that came to us from the sea, What they found was bright orange novelty telephones scattered all over the beach. Curious, the two brothers decided to investigate. You had to know the area well. We found a container around a fissure. It was open. Many of the things were gone, but there was a stock of phones. And sure enough, the phones were found among the remnants of a rusting container in an isolated cave, accessible in low tide, but completely submerged by the turbulent waters of the high tide. That's amazing. Yeah. Also, I kind of want one of those phones. Yeah, I know. Are they available anywhere? It says the vintage telephones were popular in the 1980s and were around 12 inches long with popping eyes that opened and closed. Yeah, so I think the eyes would open when you'd lift up the receiver. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. And then they would close when the receiver was down. It says in in 2018 alone, according to the beach cleaning group, more than 200 pieces of the phones were found just wow. in the last year. Wow. And this has been going on for 35 years. <laughs> like, how big was that freaking shipping container? I know. Holy cow. Like, I kind of want to see if there's a French artist somewhere who would make some sort of uh, environmental art piece using these Garfields. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. 
I'm very inspired by this. I would do it. Uh, what a bum bum. But it's such a good article. Yeah, it really is. It's such an interesting story, I thought. Yeah, it really is a cool, cool story. Huh. I can't believe you... F- ah, son of a gun. I know. I was like... I was so certain. <laughs> Do you have any backup articles? I'm going to look. Okay. Hmm. All right. We're going to take a short break. You're not going to notice a thing. And we're going to be back in two seconds after you hear a funny sound effect or song. And we're back. All right. We did it. Oh, man. <laughs> For real this time, it was only a few minutes. Yes, we did not wait 24 hours. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, so if we end up with the same article again, we're just going to quit the show. Yeah. For this this week. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll just talk about our fake articles. Yeah, and (laughs) fake trees. Yes. Lost in the Trees. Ooh, that's another good band. Yeah. Lost in the Trees. Yeah. If you haven't heard of those guys, you should listen to them. It's great. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 that's right. I have to read my headline. Yeah, yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready for this take two? Hold on. I got to answer my Garfield phone. Uh, mm. I hate Mondays. <laughs> oh, that's the ringtone, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I thought that was my phone ringing. Is that yeah. was you? Oh, yeah. never mind. The okay. phone's not ringing. Okay. Go ahead. Woman identifies herself as a missing person after watching reruns of Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> Woman identifies uh, herself as a missing person. Uh Uh-huh. After watching reruns of Unsolved Mysteries. Wow. Okay. Distracted driver turns out to have 250-pound pig on his lap. (laughs) Distracted driver turns out to have 250-pound pig on lap. On his lap. (laughs) It's so weird. It's super weird. Uh, That's my brain. <laughs> uh, happy Easter. Bunny egg and bean molds to be sold with limited edition Choco Jello. What? Happy Easter. Bunny egg and bean molds to be sold with limited edition Choco Jello. Choco Jello. Yeah. Ugh. So you can make like a chocolate bunny and filled with chocolate jello. Well, yeah, the the chocolate bunny would be chocolate jello. And tiny little jelly beans. That would probably look like bunny poop. It would. Yeah. That I would eat. No. No, no, I mean no, that's gross. <laughs> it would still be chocolate jello. Chocolate jello doesn't sound very appealing to me. I don't know. Hey. I don't like jello. I know. So, woman identifies herself as a missing person after watching Unsolved Mysteries. Yes. So, they were watching an episode of Unsolved Mysteries, saw a case of like a missing person yes. from 20, 30 years ago. Yes. And then realized that was them. Yes. Whoa. That's got to be crazy. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe that hasn't happened more often. Well, you know, Unsolved Mysteries has been, hasn't been on the air for a long time. Right. Like, I mean, it hasn't been on the air because they haven't been making new ones. But it hasn't been available until a couple, the last couple of years, really. Right. Not the not the good ones with Robert Stack. I mean, the other guy's fine, too. Yeah, he wasn't that great. But he wasn't Robert Stack. No, he wasn't Robert Stack. He so. wasn't appearing out of dark corners. Emerging from mist. 
emerging out of a cemetery at night. Walking from behind a tree. Bursting out from a birthday cake. <laughs> that was a that was an interesting episode. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps you have a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and your age will remain a mystery. <laughs> and then he saunters off into the darkness with his trench coat. Yeah. What a weird man. <laughs> so someone's watching Unsolved Mysteries and they see themselves... Like they see like a photo maybe of their youth and they realize that's them. Mm-hmm. And then what do you do with that? Like where where do you go? Where do you first go with that information? Because well, the the I'm sorry, the unsolved mysteries hotline's closed, right? Right. The, yeah, that doesn't exist anymore. But there are. I mean, you could still contact authorities and be like, hey. I saw this episode of Unsolved Mysteries because Unsolved Mysteries, they're still being solved. That's clearly. true. I mean, this woman identified herself. Right. Because a lot of times when we've watched it, we've Googled what's happened to these people because we were curious. Yeah. And there's a whole forum. Yeah. On, of the updates. There's lots Update. of people talking about <laughs> There's lots of people talking about this stuff. So, yeah. Where would you go? Like authority. Would you go to the police and say, hey, I think I was a missing person? Like, yes. Where would I? I think I was... I think I was a missing person 20 years ago. On Unsolved Mysteries. Like, what do I do? And now I'm found. And now I'm here. What do I do? Yeah. Yeah, that's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, one of my favorite things on Unsolved Mysteries is when they is when the families reunite. Oh, that I just want to watch. I just want to watch all the episodes of that. Like, there must be more. Like, I don't know why a TV, because I would watch this. And I'm a very picky person when it comes to television. I'm a TV snob. Mm-hmm. I've I've watched thousands of hours of television in the course of my life. Way too much. I missed out on a lot because I just wanted to stay home in bed and watching television, which is my favorite hobby. Um, I feel like I would watch a show of just reunions, like people that haven't seen each other in a long time for whatever reason or, or just found out that they were, you know, just found out they had a sibling or whatever. I would watch that constantly. You wouldn't even need any other TV show. It would just be that. I don't know if you'd have any emotional strength left. No, that's true, too. I am kind of a wimp. No, I didn't mean that. I just mean, like, in general. No, like, I know, but I am a wimp. I would be I would be worn out after every episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm emotionally spent. I just watched five hours <laughs> of families reuniting with their loved ones after being separated <laughs> for so long. Listen, I'm going to have to call in sick this week. I just watched some families reunited on Unsolved Mysteries. I am a spent. And then as a palate cleanser? I don't know why I do this to myself, but I, I went on YouTube and I just, I just watched Marines being reunited <laughs> with their dogs. Do you know what that does to a person? It just rips you out. It makes you feel everything. I thought you were going to say that you watched The Marine, that movie with John oh, Cena. Oh, no. Because that will rip your heart out, too. That is a good <laughs> flick. That is one hell of a movie. No one's paying attention to the dialogue in that. Uh, Especially the writers. I, oh, um, <laughs> uh, no, I'm just saying, like, uh, when military families, like, if people 
are reunited with their loved one who's been off serving or you know their pets reunited with the person who's been off serving it's just like especially when they're surprised it's just like ah yeah that is really cute it kills you but with unsolved mysteries it's that also because like (laughs) often these people have been separated and it's because these episodes are so old they you know obviously there wasn't the internet where they could easily look up in the yellow pages of the world (laughs) apparently (laughs) the yellow pages of the world (laughs) that should have been google's slogan uh yeah the yellow pages of the world (laughs) hey google it's not too late hit me up (laughs) that is true i mean that was these kinds of things are much easier i would assume nowadays Uh, but back then like in the 1980s if you were looking for someone who was missing or we're trying to find like your family not a lot of like avenues to go down you know like you would have to you go to the library and what would you look at census records yeah basically like what would you do i mean now yeah. you can on your phone go to ancestry and not only that you uh comparing dna and things like that so if you yeah, oh yeah, yeah were someone who was adopted and you were looking for your birth parents for instance you you have that accessibility of being able to uh, test your DNA and then be able to possibly find people that you're related to. Right. And you could probably just go on like a Facebook and go like if you were born in like uh, Deerfield, Michigan, you can go to like some Deerfield, Michigan Facebook group and be like, here's a picture of me as a kid. I think I w- went missing from this town. Can you help me? Do any and, of your grandpas look like me? Right. <laughs> yeah. Any grandpas look like me dot com. Um, you know, people would <laughs> grandpas like, like me. People would be on board immediately to help you. You know, I think there's this yeah. more because it's easy to help. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So this woman watching Unsolved Mysteries, uh, who knows what her story may have been? Maybe she had amnesia. Oh right. Maybe she was kidnapped. Oh, I hope not. Maybe she had some sort of. Uh, trauma where she just snapped and was like i'm off to start a new life right they may not have may not have been a child may have been like an adult and had like a a break yeah a a mental break from stress or something and and just or like you said had amnesia or maybe some kind of uh disease or illness that yeah caused something to happen where they you know Oh, it's very tragic. Yeah. But a great happy ending, though. Thanks it's to television. a terrific happy ending, yeah. Once again, television saves the day. And I love that Unsolved Mysteries is still solving mysteries. You know, that is speaks to the, to the timelessness of Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, even you can help solve a mystery. You really can. Yeah. I'm looking not for- just for Scooby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that Unsolved Mysteries is coming back, too. Yeah. It's very exciting. I love it. I'm very excited about I'm that. I'm as excited about that as I am the Twilight Zone. So, Which has been good so far. It's been so great. We watched the first two episodes. We signed up for the CBS app for so we can watch Twilight Zone. And as I've talked about before, I love the Twilight Zone. So this is <laughs> this is amazing. And, yeah. And both the, the, so the new seasons on there and the old season as well. And I love Frasier and Frasier is on there too. So we're going to be watching that maybe. You can enjoy your toss salad and scrambled eggs you don't want to join me for toss salad and scrambled eggs i don't know i've never really watched that much frazier i did kind of like it though yeah 
Okay. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk off about, air. Yeah. We'll talk off air. This isn't a time this for is a, 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 a more off air discussion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So headline number two is that a distracted driver was distracted because they had a 250-pound pig on their lap. Yeah. That's a terrible thing to call his friend Carl. I know. Very mean. That's super mean. Like, But why is Carl on his lap? Well, you know, some things are an unsolved mystery. Why would you be traveling with a pig on your lap? Um, Maybe it's a... Um, what do they call those service animals? Like a oh like, yeah, that could be like a comfort pig. A comfort pig. <laughs> Maybe You're, you mean bacon? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that's comforting also, but uh, like yeah. an emotional support pig. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, emotional support. Yeah, that could to be. drive. It, that could be. Maybe that's what I need. I get nervous when I drive. Maybe I need a pig or a pet on my lap. Chloe. Mm, she doesn't like cars. No, she's not. She's She'll not car she friendly. Would be peeing on me the whole time. I know. That's no good. Yeah. Maybe the person was taking the pig to the vet and they were like holding on to the pig. Yeah. It was like an emergency. That could be. I could see that. Yeah. Oh. Pets. Yeah. I mean, it's. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, taking the, the pig to the vet, I, I can't imagine that. Um, that's a super easy task no. in general. You know, it, it's not like. You know, all vets can come to you. Maybe this 250-pound pig was caught in a barbed wire fence and had to go immediately. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe it was a big deal. Maybe he was moving around because he was like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Maybe the pig was having some uh, more internal issues. Maybe the pig was uh, having... Feeling down. Yeah, just having like an existential pig crisis. Yeah, like yes. he was like, I gotta go. I gotta make a discovery about myself. Right. Am I just here for deliciousness? Am I? Is that all I am? Isn't there more to life? Am I just here to guide you around? Am I? Oh, well, maybe it's a. You know what? When you mentioned guide, maybe this pig is like a GPS for the person. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe the the pig would oink uh, when he needed to turn left. Re oinking. Yeah. <laughs> That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not a real pig. Oh, that's true too. We never thought of that. What if it's like a, a like a stuffed pig or something? Like something you'd win at the carnival or yeah. something. Like you, yeah. You have to like dunk, make a bunch of basketball baskets. But maybe there was a lot more of uh, carnival winnings in the car, mm. and the only place for the pig was on the driver's lap. Right, that's a big pig. 250 pounds is a big stuffed animal. Yeah. That's pretty... Yeah, well, it was filled with marbles. Oh. I don't know. Why? Th- that's because that was the game. <laughs> that was That's just the game. Marble pigs. Marble pigs. Mm-hmm. You know what? A nice marbly glaze on ham is really... I I'm don't s- want to do it. <laughs> oh, you're so cute. It hurts my heart. I know. I'm sorry. Ham. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it was uh, stuffed with, like, you know how sometimes stuffed animals are used to import drugs or contraband? Yeah, maybe it's an illegal pig. It could have been an illegal pig. 
Yeah. And maybe this guy was driving it back to the border to toss it over the wall. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah. Or just trying to um, get rid of the evidence in general. Right. Like, I can't. I'm not going back, man. I can't be caught right. with this pig. You know, and, I, sh- and I, I said drive it to the border and throw it over the wall. It very likely could have been coming from the north. I mean, the person may have been driving. Oh, yeah. Person may I thought been... you meant like state lines or something. Oh, no. Yes, that's what I meant. But then they could have driven north and thrown it into Niagara Falls. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Floating pig. Well, sinking pig if it's filled with... Who knows? <laughs> Maybe somebody was. Maybe he was driving to the falls, in an attempt to go over the falls in a stuffed pig. I don't know if that would work. I think that would be a recipe for disaster. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I don't think you'd survive that. There's mm-hmm. a lot of sharp rocks there. Yeah. Also, it's you're going pretty fast. Yeah, you're almost like a, it's almost like a pig flying. <gasps> this pig was flying at high speeds. Yes. that's dumb it was but um it's okay thanks for playing along with me (laughs) kev yeah um maybe um so you could get a ticket for distracted driving for anything right it doesn't have to just be your phone right is that true well i suppose that the distracted driving would have to constitute as um anything that would cause you to not be fully paying attention to what you should be doing which is driving carefully yeah like maybe this person maybe he was swerving over the lines uh maybe he had kids in the car maybe he was oh, yeah you're right you know maybe he blew through a stop sign right maybe he sped through a school zone uh, speaking of distracted driving somebody at work told me that they watch movies while they're driving you can't watch anything like- i know you should be watching the road. Yes. And traffic. Yes. I This is terror this is terrifying to me. I am so happy that there are controls on my steering wheel to control the radio. Right. Because I think it's easily easy to get distracted just trying to read like I have a newer car so I have digital display of uh the song that's playing. Ooh. So I think that I mean, and you think about like when we first started driving, it was just like right. turn the knob and you can easily do that and just listen. Right. Versus now when you're listening to the radio and I happen to look down because I'm like, oh, I like this song. Who is this? And I can easily look and, and read. Mm-hmm. And then, bam, I find myself distracted and I might almost, you know, hit a car in front of me or something. Right. I've gone into a ditch trying to flip a cassette tape. Wow, Kev. Wow. <laughs> the only thing that saved me was the pencil sticking out of the cassette player. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Did it fix the tape, though? Sure did. Good. <laughs> it's important. Side B. <laughs> <laughs> Can't just leave it at side A. No. <laughs> That's silly. Yeah. Uh, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, so this person watches movies? Yes. How? Why? I don't know. Well, those are two valid questions. Uh, th- I don't know, but I'm glad that they get to work before I do. Me too. <laughs> That's alarming. It's very scary, yes. I hope they don't do that anymore. 
I did tell them that that was shocking. Yeah, <laughs> they should you should not do that. Yeah, yeah. I asked them to please not do that. Yeah, any longer. It's like people who read books while riding a bicycle. Have you seen that before? Yeah. How do you do what? that? That's I don't crazy. understand. Yeah. Like I've seen I think it. you should. What? Like what? recently or like in your in your youth? I don't know where I've seen it, but I know I've seen it before. Like maybe downtown or something. That's such a downtown thing to do. I know. I'm gonna ride my bike and read. <laughs> Swerving and out of traffic. Ugh. No one's gonna stop me. And they're not holding on to the handlebars, right? Just no, two, hand, two hands on the book. Yeah. Oh, fuck those people. Yeah, it's like a modern day bell. I hate Beauty people and the Beast. that do not hold the handlebars. Because you can't do it? I hate it. <laughs> Probably because I can't do it. I was one of those people. Really? And I grew up on a dirt road. You, would you ride your bike with your arms crossed? No. I, would, I was the cool kid who would ride my bike with my hands down to my sides. Okay. All right. Well, that's better. I'm, the arms cross is what I don't like. I don't know why. Let's get really mad about it. Yeah. So article number three, Hoppy Easter, bunny egg and bean mold to something. Okay. 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 I can't read my own handwriting. That's okay. I understand. Hoppy Easter. Bunny, egg, and bean molds to be sold with limited edition Choco Jello. So the chocolate Jello is limited, Ugh. and so are these molds. So like, I mean, you could you could probably put any kind of Jello in these molds, but the chocolate is you know like a chocolate bunny. It's or chocolate eggs. Uh, so the ch- I don't know I don't I'm I don't think I like the idea of chocolate Jello. Why? It just sounds unappealing. Because to me. it needs to be like fruity. Yeah, I think Jello needs to be fruity. Okay. Well, you know what? But Jello pudding—that's not fruity, is it? That's chocolate, isn't it? No, but it's also pudding, which is delicious. True. Jello's weird. Jello's that jiggly. So the Jello pudding pops; those are like solid, more pudding than Jello, right? Yeah, it's pudding. Right, but it's the Jello brand pudding. Yes. Right. Okay, that's the difference. Uh-huh. It's not actual Jello. Okay. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jello gelatin is really what it is. So it's, you know, it's it. Jello is the brand, but it's chocolate gelatin. Okay. And gelatin, I mean, you, you've seen like those old recipe books. Ugh. Yes. Yeah, so there's like a steak encased in like green jelly. Yeah. It was like a like hot dogs and. <laughs> It's so weird. Potatoes encased in a bunt cake shape inside gelatin. It's like a prank pulled on Dwight Schrute. Yeah. <laughs> a lunch prank. Yeah. Only he'd have to eat his way back to his stapler. <laughs> and he'd be like, this is delicious. <laughs> Next time, on, bring beets. Joke's on you, Jim. <laughs> I eat jello hot dogs every day. <laughs> Two weeks in a row. Little Dwight. <laughs> Yeah, I've Fact. seen those recipes. They're so gross. Like, what a weird era that we were putting, we were having jello or gelatin as a part of like the main course of our dinners. Yeah, that's really gross. Like a lasagna of like Ooh. jello potatoes and it, carrots. Okay, let me let me just explain why I don't like jello. Please it, do. But there's no texture. Mm. It's just like. I. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, <laughs> I don't, it's just, oh. It's like fruity clumps of rain. 
<laughs> you remember that old Alanis Morissette song? <laughs> it's like fruity clumps of rain on your dessert tray. <laughs> From the album Jagged Little Mold. <laughs> that's really funny (laughs) gross (laughs) oh Oh, that's disgusting you want to know what's really off-putting to me about about these uh jello molds yes are the idea of having chocolate gelatin in the shape of a jelly bean to pair along with the bunny so it looks like tiny little poo. Yeah, that's that's off-putting. I don't want bunny poo. No one wants bunny poo. No. Bunny poo poo. Fake or not. <laughs> little bunny poo poo. Also, why are they called molds? Like, that's like an unappealing word. Uh, you think of mold as like the stuff that we had on our yeah. mushrooms earlier. We let's explain. <laughs> oh, does that need an explanation? That <laughs> phrase that's not clear to everybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we were gonna eat mushrooms earlier. No, uh, well, we were. We were gonna eat mushrooms. <laughs> we were going. We were preparing dinner, <laughs> <laughs> which included portobellas. Yes. And the packages of mini portobellas that we bought from Aldi were gross. Yes. The one package of mushrooms was wet in a very unappealing way. Not like wet, fruity rain. They were they were slimy. Yeah. And then the second package. Straight up mold. Hidden mold. Hidden mold. Right in the inside. Thankfully, we bought them at Aldi, so we're only out 45 cents for the two packs of mushrooms. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> we could steal two carts for that, so it's fine. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know why they're called molds, Kev. I don't, I, I don't have the answer to that. It's just an unappealing word to me. I don't know. Hmm. 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 Just like gelatin. Gelatin. Ooh. Uh, so these, how big are these molds? Like, are they like a size of like a chocolate rabbit or like yeah. a traditional, like a foot long type thing? Or Well, they're, they're the size of a traditional uh like chocolate okay. bunny yeah because i mean the it's a marketing campaign that's meant to encourage people to eat more jello of course and also because of easter mm-hmm. and also it's fun for kids to make true did you ever use a, a jello mold before have i yeah no but i don't eat jello well that's true i have you well okay have you ever used a mold Trying to think, like for mm, cooking, no, or baking, no. Well, that's really the only thing. Like you, it, there. It's because it's like a, a more wet product when you make it, so you have to put it in a mold for it to like solidify it in the yeah. shape, right? Is yeah, that yeah, yeah, it is? yeah. Okay. I think the only time I've ever witnessed molds being used mm-hmm. uh, was when our best friend made chocolates at Christmas. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. 
Those are delicious chocolates. Those were delicious. It's my favorite thing in the world. Joe, if you're listening, make us some gosh darn chocolate. Only at Christmas time because that's when I can afford it. Yeah. The wait. I, mean, I can't no. right now. I got to yeah. do something. Yeah. But I'd love that chocolate. We need that bikini pod. Well, I do. No <laughs> jello potatoes for me. <laughs> what about a jello bunny, Kevin? I would ch- I would check out like a jello bunny, like a maybe like a cherry jello bunny. Yeah. I'd be down with that. But yeah. just the chocolate flavor doesn't sound right to me. Yeah. I think the pairing just has to do with the you know, with the Easter. Right. But like you said, you don't have to use the chocolate. You could Mm-mm. use it any any type, really. Yeah. So really, I mean you could you could buy the molds simply to have the molds to mm-hmm. use because they're cute and fun. Right. Speaking of fun, cute molds, you know what I came across recently uh, was these little Star Wars cutouts and molds that we bought many years ago to make like Star Wars character cookies. Oh, yeah, like cookie cutouts. Yeah. Uh huh. We should get those. We should make some cookies sometime. Okay. With those. Yeah, I want to make flamingos, like lemon flavored cookies with flamingos and pink frosting. That sounds amazing. That sounds really good, actually. I would eat that right now. I know, me too. I'm very hungry. I think we are hungry. Yeah. So a cookie cutter is kind of like a mold in a way. Yeah. Right? I think so, yeah. Similar. I mean, you don't... Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's in the same family of uh, food restriction devices. <laughs> that sounds really specifically Hot. filthy. <laughs> Tell me more about your food restriction devices, Kevin. Oh, I'm going to put you in one of those jello molds. <laughs> I love that we make people vomit on every episode. <laughs> There's just the amount of awkward sexual tension to really drive people to another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. You guys can pause it. We're going to pause it too while we go take care of some business. Oh my. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> we didn't have to press pause, sadly. <laughs> it was quick. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> uh... Okay. All right. What do you think? Well, (laughs) these are all very bizarre. I don't know. Honestly, I don't think any of these are real. I think these are all made up because not one of them is sticking out to me as a possible real article. Um, Terrific. I want to go with the Unsolved Mysteries one as the real article just because I want it to be real. And I don't know if it is because to me... There's an equal chance that any of these could be the real article. So Unsolved Mysteries is my final answer. Okay. Okay. You picked the fake article. I knew it. Yep. I knew it. All right. Well, let's go with the distracted driver then is the real article. You think the distracted driver is the real one? Yeah, the pig on the pig on a lap. Okay. Uh you once again picked you picked a real headline that's, that's the real, real one. one you stinker i know i see what mm. i did that was like woo, woo, woo. <laughs> you were so fluid right there almost yeah. like almost like jello being poured into a mold yeah yep so uh, this is from i gotta find the best place to put my phone here okay in the meantime i just want to say that the fake headline starting off with hoppy easter was well done Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I came up with that today. That's pretty good. Um, okay. So this is from Huffington Post. 
Distracted driver turns out to have 250-pound pig on lap. The driver had a second pig in the car, and he said he didn't want them to get cold. A Minnesota sheriff's office encountered a couple of true road hogs earlier this week. (laughs) I didn't even think of that. That's funny. (laughs) A driver who was pulled over for having trouble staying in his lane... Turned out Stay to in your lane. <laughs> turned out to be operating the vehicle with a 250-pound pig on his lap, Sergeant Jason Foster told Minneapolis news station KMSP TV. He also had a smaller pig with him. <laughs> Both pigs can be seen in a photo posted to social media by the county sheriff's office. The smaller pig appears to be standing next to the driver's seat, behind the larger pig's leg. <laughs> I like the idea that the guy was just trying to teach the pig how to drive. You know how, like, when you're a kid, you sit on your dad's lap and you drive a little bit and he lets you use the steering wheel? <laughs> yeah. I like to imagine that's what he was doing with the pig. <laughs> I I kind of like that this guy, like, he's dressed like my dad. You can't see his face. But. So there's the big pig. Oh. And then if you look behind the big pig's leg, you can see. You can see the little one. He's just like a little scared little guy. Oh. Can you see him? I think so. Yeah. Right underneath him, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's behind his big leg. Aww. Okay. In the post, the sheriff's office noted that its officers have encountered plenty of drivers distracted by things like cell phones, food, or changing the radio station. But catching someone driving with a lap pig was a first. (laughs) A lap pig. The man's erratic driving was apparently caused by the larger pig leaning against the steering wheel. (laughs) I imagine it's hard to control a pig that big. Mm -hmm. Foster told the TV station that the man had his pigs on his lap because he was moving to another part of the state and didn't want the pigs to get cold on the journey. Aww. The sergeant let the driver off the warning. When traveling by car with pets, the American Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals generally recommends transporting them in a secure, well-ventilated crates or carriers inside the vehicle. That's it. Wow. Yep. You tricked me. I did. You won. But you got on the second guess, so that's pretty terrific. That's true. Usually usually that does not happen. (laughs) All right, Tiffy, you want to hear my articles? I do. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. All right, here we go. Hit me. Here are my fake headlines for the week. Rare genetic mutation makes woman virtually immune to pain, anxiety, and stress. Oh, my. Rare genetic mutation makes woman virtually immune to pain, anxiety, and stress. Hmm. Headline number two. Okay. Comcast executive admits to using hacked fire stick instead of paying for cable. <laughs> Comcast executive admits to using hacked fire stick instead of paying for cable. Okay. And headline number three, family reunion turns violent when nobody brings potato salad. <laughs> <laughs> Family reunion turns violent when nobody brings potato salad. Oh, man. I want potato salad. Doesn't that sound delicious right now? I love potatoes. 
You know what would be good with potato salad? Mixing in some... Jello. Jello, exactly. Thank yeah. you. Think about it. We're on the same page here. Hmm. Do we have any Jello? No, babe. Do we have any potatoes? No, babe. All right, well, think of something else then. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so rare genetic mutation uh, prevents a woman from feeling pain, anxiety, and stress? Yes. Oh, so please study this woman and share her secrets with us all. <laughs> Science world. Does she feel joy, um, love, or any other sort Uh-oh. of feelings? Because you, if she can't feel the opposite of that, then she can't appreciate the good parts. Wow, that's very deep. Thank you. Would you would you take the would you i don't think anybody would right like who would make that trade like if you were if someone were to say hey you can feel no pain have no stress and no anxiety but you can no longer feel love like the opposite of what you just said so eloquently uh i no yeah. i no it's the balance of the world what if you had a chronic condition where you were in an incredible amount of pain if I can't love someone like you, then what's the point? I agree. That's really deep. This is a, it's a really... Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> know what I mean? I know. Oh, you got me all swooning over here. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's a, that's, a, it, that's a deep point. What about you? Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think I would want to make that trade either. No. Yeah. Because you, 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 if you couldn't experience three wonderful things, like that, why would you want to trade them? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's tough. That's a tough, like not ethical dilemma. It's a tough sort of emotional emotional dilemma to have. Yeah. yeah. Could the pain get so bad in your life that you would willingly trade? What did you say? <laughs> Oh, what did I say before? Yeah. Oh, um, I think I said like love and happiness and, you know, general good feelings. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we never get tested like that. No. But, um, but yeah, I think you're right though. You wouldn't want to, you, you wouldn't want to get away, get the, you wouldn't want to do away with the lows without having the chance to experience the highs. However, in this case, I believe this person can feel good things. Okay. I um I was also thinking uh, it, considering that, that person can't feel those three things. I uh is she a serial killer? <laughs> because <laughs> you're right. Um they don't feel anything either. Right. Well, I think but they, they feel But they do pain. feel joy. They feel joy and no empathy. Yeah. Um, I think that, yeah, I think that this person is like a quote unquote normal person for lack of a better term. They're just never stressed out. Right. They have the ability to love and experience good emotions. They're empathetic. It's just that they have something different about them, genetically speaking, where you, they don't feel pain. Uh, so you could, you know, uh, you know, break a finger and they wouldn't notice it or they could. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I know that was a gross visual. Um and they they don't have anxiety or stress. 
So I think all of those three things, I think the ability to feel pain, the body's stress, the, that, I think all of that is tied into the, um, not the nervous, it's a part of the nervous system, but it's like uh-huh. the endocannabinoid system or whatever. Yeah. And I think that, um, like it's the stuff that like CBD oil interacts with that part of your body okay, and, and like the, that kind of stuff. So okay. it, it all kind of regulates the body's like uh, mood and feelings and in addition to the regulation of pain. So if there's something mutated in that realm of the body, could it cause the person to have sort of like an extraordinary power, quote unquote power? I almost think that this person would unintentionally live kind of dangerously, realizing that uh, they're not so much invincible, but, um, you know, if they did happen to, you know, get punched in the face because they said something Mm -hmm. stupid, risky, they, they wouldn't feel it right they wouldn't feel it but that's not to say that the body wouldn't react though to it like they may still yeah absolutely you still got to pay for a broken nose copay <laughs> you know and all that stuff that's too. true the body and the wallet will pay <laughs> exactly so it's uh, so that would i think financially i think the finances of it would keep you in line at least mm-hmm. they would me mm-hmm. i would still be myself i think so is is she the only person that's ever been discovered to have uh uh, had this genetic yes. mutation yeah so she's currently being studied because uh i think the idea is that right we can we what can we learn from this person and can we somehow use it to help people in pain or help people that are under stress right you know i don't know if that means is, is there some sort of uh a mental blocker that would allow people to right. be in less pain Right. Uh, Can we pinpoint what's like making her have? The, yeah, exactly. Can yeah. we pinpoint what's causing this person not to feel these things? And can we get that into other people somehow? Right. There's mm-hmm. a lot of chronic illnesses, right? That you could yeah. possibly give some comfort to. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hmm. Well, maybe the person that they discovered, maybe they're already very old. And maybe they've already lived a life not knowing they had this until recently how would you not know you can't feel pain well i mean some, maybe you don't know what you don't know like maybe you just assume that you, you know, don't know what you don't know yeah. you're right you know maybe they you know twisted their ankle or something but just kept walking on it because you didn't know Ooh. and then it just kind of healed on its own and then you just kind of move on you just think you stub your toe but you break your toe but you don't know because you just assume that you just stubbed your toe and you're fine. You don't feel anything. I... I don't know. Could, I guess at some point you couldn't just bumble your way through it. You would have to figure it out at some point, wouldn't you? Yeah. Like, okay, so... You know you know how... Um, something as simple as having someone just, like, caress your back. Like, just rub your hand on your back and just like a nice like comforting sort of way Mm -hmm. you know like like how our cat enjoys being pet Mm -hmm. like if someone takes their hand and they just rub your back it's comforting you feel that it doesn't hurt but you feel it you Mm -hmm. feel that it's a thing that's occurring so 
if this person can't feel pain, can they not feel pleasure? Ah, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you're right. can they enjoy having human touch? Right. Like a hug. It, it, you can you can accept that that's something that your body is doing, but can you feel the warmth of the the person who's hugging you and the hmm. the comfort that it it gives you when someone hugs you or you know a kiss from someone? Like. Yeah. If I would you, hope so. I see what you're saying, right? Like, because you can't just stub your toe and then like, oh, I I didn't feel anything. Like, you can't be completely numb. You may not have the the pain receptor. I think that's a possible thing for yeah. sure. I've I've definitely yeah. heard of that before. Right. Um, it's the other two parts that I've never heard of before. That's interesting to me. Right. Um. Well, maybe it's sort of like a trumped up version of that, where it's like your the pain receptors are whatever the just really cut off like yeah they're just not connected or something Got because it. of some kind of mutation mm-hmm. hmm. oh. interesting that's deep man super deep so deep yeah so deep uh comcast executive admits to using a hacked fire stick instead of paying for cable what a cheapskate yeah i mean you, you would assume that as an executive you'd be able to afford cable yeah like, Unless they've got a real shopping problem. <laughs> uh, wow, that seems bananas. It, uh, are are uh, are there legal? Is there a legal price this person has to pay? Like, do they have to stop down from their job? Do they have to pay a fine for stealing? Well, I don't think content? so. I, I, I don't think that I don't think that anybody is being that the like studios or TV channels are going after people for like individually for stealing programming like with Napster. Right. The Metallica was like suing their fans for sharing music and going after people directly to try to break up this network of file sharing. Um, I don't think that's happened when it comes to television and movie distribution. I think that they have gone after large distributors, like they've gone after, you know, Pirate Bay and places like that online that gave people access to, or like Kazaa when that was a thing that was kind of always in litigation um, because people were trying to stop people from being able to use that file sharing service. Uh But I don't think people have gone after the direct user yet although that's probably next sort of happening i remember when when we had time warner cable we had um i had downloaded a season of that show arrow that was not available anywhere yes i remember that yeah so i had downloaded that and using a peer-to-peer service and kind of forgot about it like didn't really we watched it and didn't really think but I didn't realize that when our computer was on, it was then sharing Arrow with other people. And we got an, right. I got yeah. an, an email from Time Warner Cable saying, hey, the owner of this copyrighted material has notified us that you are sharing this you know, thing. And it kind of gave us a warning to make sure that we weren't file sharing anymore. So I think right now, I guess, content providers are going to the cable companies and saying hey we're noted but i don't know how they know like i don't know how they know that that's happening and who's sharing what but clearly they can tell everything that you're doing <laughs> just like facebook 
Right. Yeah, I don't know if it has to. Maybe it 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 uh, uh, traces back to you. Um, you know the the old timey telephone operators where everyone has a plug. Right. They're like, follow that call. Arrow season four, please hold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So they knew it was you. They did. They knew. They could trace it back to my IP address. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've never. So I've stopped doing that because I got scared because I didn't want my my internet service to be cut off. Also, you know what? It helped us watch less TV. It did. Also, it helped us cut the cord from cable. So That is true, too. Plus, mm-hmm. uh, I don't like the hacked Fire Stick stuff because the quality of the programming is usually pretty shoddy. Like, the when by the time you stream something, like, if you go through, like, a hacked thing and get to some pirated material... The quality of it's usually pretty bad. Like the, the I see, yeah. It's like the it's the kind of pixelated and kind of crummy looking, and uh-huh. it's been like compressed so much that it looks shitty. I'd rather pay for it and Me watch too. a proper version. I'm a snob. I'm an HD snob. Things yeah. have to look good. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, they just do. Yeah, paying for it. Um, so yeah, so we don't do that anymore. We do have a Fire Stick that is hacked that is not plugged in. It's just kind of chilling. We don't really need it anymore because we have other. Oh yeah, I forgot devices. we had that. Yeah, well, it's like the first generation one too, so yeah. it's super, super duper slow. Mm-hmm. Plus, you can get Amazon videos on Apple TV now, so we're fine. Yeah, and the Roku that we have, we don't need it. Um, once again, this has been Tech Talk with Kevin. Tech Millen. Talk with Kevin D. Hey, send us your free streaming stuff, Roku, and every other company. <laughs> Sponsor our show. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. So while I don't think this person has any, uh, uh, like fines they have to pay i think it does look bad for the company that that their person is talking about stealing content like that and comcast uh runs a lot of stuff like yeah. comcast owns nbc for example right so i mean that's a lot of that's a lot of content yeah and yeah that's a lot of stuff that, that's owned absolutely yeah um how does this person have time i maybe it's a their family or something like that's probably what it is, because I can't imagine somebody with a grown-up job like that has much time to watch a lot of television. Uh-huh. I wouldn't think. Yeah. I a grown-up job like that. Like, most successful people aren't <laughs> watching... Most successful people aren't binge-watching stuff. They might be. Maybe they're watching it while they're driving. <laughs> well, I can tell you that this person is not. Uh, <laughs> uh, or maybe they watch it on the train. I, I assume... Con- comcast like the headquarters is in new york right? um i think it's in philadelphia i oh. think well there's yeah. trains there it's too. close enough yeah mm-hmm. yeah for sure yeah yeah i know this because i once applied for comcast job when we were thinking of finding somewhere to moving somewhere during one of my many layoffs mm-hmm. and six months after getting a job somewhere else i got an email denying like a turning me down for a position i applied for oh there. yeah <laughs> i kind of remember that yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> uh so okay what was the headline again can you read it uh comcast executive admits to using hacked fire stick instead of paying for cable hmm so why why come forward now why are they admitting to their crime well i think it's it happened during like conscience? a well, I think that it was more of like a, a forum on, you know, because there's a lot of like, you know, forums and, and people talking about 
um, cable and cutting cable and technology. So I think at like a summit of like technology people talking about like the future of television, he just kind of, while they were talking about streaming, mm-hmm. he mentioned that he had also had one of these things, which people were kind of like shocked by that like the company guy would be involved in something like that. Right. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Mm. I've discovered something. When you go interesting, it's time to move on to the next article. <laughs> oh no, that's not. Oh. That's not true. It, it's just me reflecting in a weird way, I guess. <laughs> also, because it, I guess sometimes it's a filler word because I I'm not really sure how to respond to that because it's uh for me something like that is a little bit more outside of my realm of knowledge gotcha so i don't really know much about like how you even do that uh why you would do that uh um what you could do to do that and all you gotta do is ask me on kevin's technology corner i don't want to though oh Article number three. Oh, let's go. Hey, interesting. <laughs> let's move on to headline number three. I would have, I would have started. I'm going to try to notice if you do this in real life when we're just like talking and uh, you just want to move on. You just go, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> That's my cue. <laughs> like, like we're about to make love. Interesting. Okay. All right. Go to sleep. <laughs> move on to the next part, please. <laughs> move on to the next part please name my porno uh headline number three family reunion turns violent when nobody brings potato salad look i understand you get it potato salad is potato salad you can't have a family get together without potato salad no i'm talking even in the winter time you can't just bring me that mac salad and be like hey it's a day so between mac salad and potato salad you're more of a potato salad person i love potato salad me too it usually tastes better too like whether you store buy it or if you make it at home uh it's it's usually better like potato salad is usually better than mac salad yeah Yeah. i i think that when i make when when you buy uh mac salad it's usually like bland for some yeah, reason you're what, right what do they do i don't they, know they just mix it with water it's just wet noodles yeah it's like um it's like the jello of noodles it's like macaroni flavored with celery <laughs> you're right i think when you go out to a restaurant or buy or go to a store and buy potato and mac salad mm-hmm. there is abs i think i gotta say like nine times probably no ten times out of ten the Potato salad is going to be the better of the two as far as flavor goes. Yeah. There's a big, there's a more room for error with Mac salad, I think. In terms of flavor. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason. Like I don't know why. Of. Yeah. Same with yeah. coleslaw. Like coleslaw is always terrible when you go out to a Hit restaurant. Miss, yeah. But when you make it at home, it just seems okay. Yeah. It's not the best, but it's not like as awful as restaurant grade potato salad or restaurant grade coleslaw that's not how it should be like if you go out someone's preparing you that food it had best be good right like how can you screw up like i can do i can at home i can make coleslaw with a bag of shredded stuff and mayonnaise and be done that's it like how are you screwing that up in a professional setting yeah i don't understand it's it's that's effed you let it sit around too long yeah what are you gross 
<laughs> what are you, a gross? Yeah. Exactly. So, a potato salad. Even no a, one, they, they, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, even a, a bland potato salad will always be a bland macaroni salad. Yeah, because potatoes are delicious. Right, exactly. Unless the potato is undercooked, in which I've had that Ooh. before, and that's gross. What about German potato salad? That's like the sweeter kind, right? Do you like that? I think that's like the... I don't know if I've ever had it like homemade before. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I know we went to like a German festival once. <gasps> oh, sh- yes, yes, yes. I have I had it before. I think we did have it there, And right? I did like it. I it liked it so much. It's more of like a vinegary taste yeah. to it, right? Uh, It's like a vinegary, but also like kind of sweet. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. good. It was delicious. I prefer the old, like the traditional, I guess what we would consider um, traditional yeah. potato salad. Uh-huh, like uh-huh. Mayonnaise and, a, and potatoes. A little bit of egg, paprika, paprika, onion, whatever else you put in there. Celery, carrots. Yeah, I think so. Right. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Now I want summer food. I know. Oh man. I want. You know what I want? I want my parents' macaroni and potato salad. Yeah, that sounds amazing. My mouth just started watering. Me too. (laughs) I kind of heard that. You heard my mouth get Uh wet. (laughs) Did you just hear my mouth get wet? Because it did. I'm sorry. I know that's a, <laughs> I know it's an awful sound to you. I know, and I'm sorry. Um, so you so basically, what we're saying is, you could you understand why violence broke out at the family reunion. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, I really do. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also, it's on them, man. Like someone <laughs> should have. No one. No one needs to be the guy who's like, well, uh, Aunt Larry's got it, or Uncle Larry, not Aunt Larry. Hey, Could whatever, be Aunt man. Larry, whatever. It's all right. It's 2019. Yeah, whatever. Um, so maybe, maybe uh, this family should have communicated better. Maybe it was a hidden lesson here, where everyone needs to be calling each other and be like, "Hey, you bring right. the baked beans. You bring the fruit salad. You bring the potato salad. I'll bring the mac salad. I'll bring the chocolate Jello molds." And weirdo cousin kev will <laughs> will bring the jello molds <laughs> with his chocolate jello <laughs> it's fine we'll just leave it out in the sun we just won't tell him and they'll just be like yeah it's gone <laughs> and we'll let it slide down down the hill uh, well chaz is here and he wants some gelatin <laughs> chaz we haven't seen you in a while i know i've been making my rounds around the country and i'm here for the reunion <laughs> I'm Chaz, and I really enjoy a good chocolate milk. <laughs> Guess what? Chaz brought potato salad, and he's going to make you eat it with his fists. Gross. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was my character, Chaz. Yeah. Um, Tune back to about uh, 25 episodes. You'll hear Chaz. <laughs> yeah. You guys remember from 25 episodes when I did the character yeah, Chaz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just hit my nose oh. on the microphone on the old pop guard yeah we mm. we put these pop guards on so hopefully all the audio is good but um uh yeah i just hit my face on it because i got my dad schnoz <laughs> it's uh it's a yeah. very uh noble german nose noble that nose. i have <laughs> you do have a noble nose i do thank you so i can understand the violence breaking out at the family reunion someone's got to bring the potato salad right you gotta you gotta plan you gotta make a list yeah yeah you have to check the list yeah you got to check it twice. You can't just let potato salad slide. You can't let it's Aunt Sally important. slide on her responsibilities either. Like She's got to make that fruit punch. The potato salad is the only thing holding this family together. Yeah, and booze. 
yes. Well, that's true. That is undoubtedly true. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah. Interesting. Just uh, kidding. Oh, so no, Tiffany, I think this is good. Which headline of mine do you think is uh, real? Interesting. I kind of want the the Irish brawl. I, you never said it was Irish. Uh, the <laughs> the family. I just I don't know. Um, the the family brawl to be real. The potato salad brawl. I am gonna go with the weird genetic disorder. You think the weird genetic disorder is the real story this week? Yeah. Huh. Well, I hate to tell you this, Tiffany, but uh, you are absolutely correct. Yeah! You guessed it. I'm such a smarty pants. Tiffany is the smartest wife in the world. I she make him sing that to me. always sees through my lies. I make him sing that to me. Oh, you do too. You All the time. Jerk. Yeah. Sing me the song, Kevin. Sing me the song. <laughs> Sing me the song with a mouthful of potato salad. <laughs> just like Mama, just like Mama likes. <laughs> no, hand me that mold. <laughs> so this is a courtesy of OddityCentral.com. Rare genetic mutation makes women virtually immune to pain, anxiety, and stress. Joe Cameron, a 71-year-old woman from Scotland. Oh, dang. She is older, isn't she? Wow. Is one of only two people in the world known to have a rare genetic mutation that makes them virtually immune to pain. Wow. Interestingly, Cameron only learned about her superpower at the age of 65 when doctors found that she didn't need painkillers after undergoing a serious operation on her hand. She had been warned to expect severe pain after the surgery, but she didn't feel any at all. So her anesthesiologist referred her to a pain geneticist at the University College London and Oxford University, where tests showed that she had a mutation in a previously unknown gene, which scientists now believe plays a major role in pain signaling, mood, and memory. Wow. Yeah. Okay. The story of how Joe ended up having surgery on her hand is quite interesting. Every now and then... That's the interesting part? (laughs) There's more to it, yes. Every now and then, her hip would give away, making her walk lopsided. (gasps) But she never reported any pain, so doctors didn't even bother x-raying her hip. But when someone finally decided to investigate the problem more thoroughly, they discovered massive joint deterioration that, for the average person, would have made it impossible to live without painkillers. Cameron had her hip replaced and managed the pain with just two painkillers a day. When recuperating in the hospital, doctors noticed her thumb was deformed by osteoarthritis and scheduled her for double hand surgery, a procedure that many experts describe as excruciating. Oh, good. Yet, Joe didn't feel any pain at all. Wow. Looking back, I realize I didn't need painkillers, but if you don't need them, you don't question why you don't, 71-year-old Joe told BBC Scotland. You are what you are until someone points out that until you are what you are until someone points it out, you don't question it. I was just a happy soul who didn't realize there was anything different about me. Aww. While interviewing and testing Joe Cameron, scientists learned that she didn't even feel pain when giving birth to her child instead describing the experience as quite enjoyable really she also 
reported regularly burning her hand on the stove oh. and only being alerted to it by the smell. Oh, God. Broken cuts, broke, broken limbs, cuts and bruises never seemed to cause her any pain either. So I'm interested. They don't really talk about it in the article, but I'm interested in how she perceives, like, kind of like what we talked about, how she perceives, like, good feelings, like... Like a strong handshake. Right. I, I would I would assume that she would still like you would you would kinda of hit upon it during when you're talking about the pain receptors. I bet you that part of her anatomy is toned down, but that's not to say that she couldn't feel a normal touch. Right. Huh. Yeah. Wow, that's so fascinating. I, I enjoy that she is just like a happy go lucky person. Yeah, like Right. Oh, I guess this is just who I am. Right. She just kind of went through life just thinking she was like everybody else and never really questioned it. Yeah. You know? I mean, if you're living a life, I mean, hopefully you're not breaking bones often or getting hurt often. So when those things would come along over the course of maybe 10, 15 years would go by without anything and you might stub your toe or like like this or you break your thumb or something like that. But, you know, you just wouldn't, maybe it just wouldn't add up to you to make you think any differently. Oh. Yeah. You said she's Scottish? Yes. Yeah. Scottish Scottish people are usually kind of badass, aren't they? I think so, right? Yeah. I think that's And the, Irish people are are a bit all, of a a tough I think they're all tough. I think that part of the world's a more yeah. like a rugged I think of more rugged tough people than me yeah. than, than me. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know if I gave birth I would be in excruciating pain. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> so I don't want to do it. Interesting. <laughs> no, thank you. Cool. Well, great job. Hey, you too. Even though we came across the same Garfield call. I, I think we just knew that that story would tickle each other. I think we, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's so funny because we had that conversation. Uh, was it yesterday or the day before? And we're like... I hope we don't have the same article again. I know. And then I was like, well, when did you find yours? And you were like, uh, yesterday. Yeah. And I was like, I found mine last week, so maybe we should be okay. And we're yeah. like, we felt comfortable. And we're yep. like, okay, this is good. This is good. Feeling good. Feeling this good. This is good. Nope. That's all right, though. We well, did it. Well, I am really glad that I was cautious and put it first. Yeah. So I didn't have to come up with a couple more fakes. I know. Fakes. I know. Because I was really proud of those. <laughs> they were good. They yours were, were too. Yours were good. I had no idea what was real on, of yours. They yeah. all seemed like crazy thoughts. You knew exactly what you were talking about with your Comcast man. I know. And I tried to throw you off the scent. Yeah. And potato salad, I think we all know. Yeah. That's worth being mad about. Uh, well, I think we should go eat because I am hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to watch some Unsolved Mysteries too? Absolutely. Terrific. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Hey, before we go, do you want to talk about where people can find us? Sure. Uh, check us out. I mean, if you're listening to this, you're you you have found us. But uh, just want to make make mention that we are available on Apple Podcasts, and if you are on the Apple Podcast app, which like 70% of podcast listening happens. Uh, just hit on, click on our podcast, click on the five stars. You don't have to type out a review, but if you did, that's also great. But just click on the five stars for us. It helps keep us visible and helps get us to new listeners because we'll start showing up more in the in their search results and their recommendations. Uh, in addition to Apple Podcasts, you can check us out on the PodCoin app where you are paid 
to listen to podcasts. You can also use the money you earn and give it to charity, which I think is also very cool. Oh, really? That's yes. so neat. Yep. Uh, they've raised a lot of money uh, in the last uh, year. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, you can also check us out on Player FM, Listen Notes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn. Laughable. And laughable and Google Podcasts. So yeah. Check us out. Whatever makes it easy for you to listen to us. Um, we appreciate it and spread the word, man. Maybe you should tell your friends too and just be like, you know what? I found this podcast and there's only one word I can use to describe it and it's interesting. <laughs> and they'll be like, why do you say it like that? I don't know. No reason. I don't, I don't know what you mean. It's, it's just a very interesting podcast. Indeed. Yeah, indeed. And uh, if you've come across an article, uh, share it with us uh, on social media. We're at FakeHeadPod on Twitter, Fake Headlines Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. You can also email us, FakeHeadlinesPodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. I we, think that... we really love to hear from you guys. Yes. Talk to us. Talk we love, to us. We love you guys. We really do. Serious, man. We love you. We want to make you potato salad. Yeah. And maybe you can make us potato salad. Yeah. How about this summer we have a potato salad social? Yeah. With all of our listeners. We'll talk more about it. Just putting it out there. Let us know if you're interested. Fake Headlines Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Potato salad social 2019. Woo-boo. I'm actually very excited about yeah. this. <laughs> I love summer potato salad. Interesting. (laughs) You know what my other favorite word is? What's that? Bye.